Have you ever heard a story that just made you feel, wow, I'm ready, I'm fired up? A story that captures everyone's attention and gets you to spread it to all your friends? Or how about a story that creates real impact and connection with the audience? Why do stories do this? And how can we create stories like this in business? I've been obsessed with figuring these questions out. I've been starting and failing multiple online businesses now for two years, struggling to find an audience I truly wanted to serve. It wasn't until I discovered my dream customers were struggling with these exact questions, except I didn't know where to find these people. I hopped on a plane to the US to attend a marketing conference that I met my dream customers and I saw firsthand how powerful stories really are. After that, I went all in on my hunch. If you're looking for the real secrets behind how stories can get your audience fired up to take action and to change their lives through your words, this podcast is for you. My name is Jules Dan and this is Storytelling Secrets. What is going on? This is Jules Dan here from Storytelling Secrets. Super, super excited to have you on this episode tonight uh, because I'm with a guest. I haven't had anyone from the fitness industry yet and uh, I have... My roots go back there. I've been a, a personal trainer, group fitness instructor, gym instructor. I was up until Corona, uh, but for about five years, and it was really good to get on a good wavelength with someone who is, was in a similar situation, but now he's actually in the online space, killing it, helping other personal trainers transition uh, from the offline into an online business. And uh, if you're a personal trainer listening right now, this isn't the podcast to grow your business, okay? This is the story of Gavin McHale and um, how he had to go through so much of his own, uh, I guess, internal demons. And the really, I really enjoyed doing this because um, during this interview, um, we really got into say how the mindset, so all the tactics, all the strategies. Um, Gavin was like really, really deep into it, trying to figure out his business. He, he, and he was just burnt out, figuring like, why can't this go? And he, why can't this scale anymore? So he discovered the mindset side, side of it. And uh, it goes down a really cool journey from his beginnings until where he is right now. And he's doing really, really well at Maverick Coaching. And uh, one of the really cool things was that with this interview, and I'm sure if you've been following along stories telling secrets, probably curious, can I actually pull this interview off? What's the benefit? After the interview, I, I asked Gavin, so was there any sort of relationships or connecting the dots that help solidify your personal story a bit better? And he's like, and with, I remember the last two minutes, we got to a really good part about his, his desire and motivation, deep why. And um, he said he felt almost a duty to help others who had been in his situation before and get them results. Um, and maybe that sounds like a cliche thing, but it was a really deep and profound um, little moment for him. It, it, you could just see his face light up and uh, that, that was a really good feeling seeing that. Um, and hopefully I can give it to all my guests, but uh, I remember with Gavin, it was like a, a real sort of quintessential, ah, like hi, halo, things are connecting sort of look. <laughs> I hope I painted that picture well enough. Um, but this is my interview today with Gavin McHale, uh, taking you through the storytelling secrets framework of how you pull out. I'm um, actually got a process on it now. I've got a label on it now. The storytelling secrets framework for taking uh, someone's story, you know, taking them through that journey, getting all that emotions and good stuff out, which you can use in your own stories, in your own copy, and especially in your messaging right now. It's how you're going to connect with everyone online. 
Um, so yeah, have a listen today, all the nuances, how we slow down, pay attention to each other. I really go deep into figuring out why um, maybe he felt a particular way. Anyways, let's get straight into the interview with Gavin McHale. Distract you, um, but can you take me to a moment where maybe you're working with your personal um, personal training business and things were off, like maybe you just worked a full day of clients in the gym, 12 hours or whatnot, um, and then you weren't getting paid a lot and you just felt stuck. Is, maybe is there a time you can take me back to? Um, yeah, yeah I, think, I think it's more, maybe it's not like an exact time, but it's like really um, a general feeling of just um, exactly kind of what you mentioned. So just like, I, I was, when I first started, I was working, I would take anybody as most personal trainers. It's like, Hey, you want to work with me? All right, let's get you in there. And so, um, I was working with people, uh, you know, at the time who just like, weren't overly committed, uh, weren't overly, uh, into like, you know, there was a line where it was like, I'll get to here, but then beyond that, I'm just not willing to do that. They just wanted to feel good about paying a personal trainer and, go home, yeah. do nothing and, yeah. you know, come back and complain about the same stuff. Right. You, you've been exactly where, where I'm talking yep. about. <laughs> I know exactly. and, uh, you know, I was like, I want to be able to work with, uh, people who, who are like me, who like want more, who want, um, better, who, who, who literally are willing to put in that work to, to, to get what they want. So I, and I realized, I'm a former athlete. I want to be able to work with more former athletes. So this is obviously in my personal training days, um, which I'm not doing as much of anymore, but same idea. So realize that, you know, I want to be able to work with people who are more committed. And the problem was, you know, I, I, was, I did the website thing, you know, I got the blog going and all that maybe five years ago yep. and absolute crickets. I was like, okay, uh, it's all here. Like, uh, bring it. Let's let's get her going here. And just you know, obviously, I wasn't really speaking to anyone in particular. I really didn't know. I really didn't know my market very well. Uh, all these things. I was I was trying to speak to everybody. And when you try and speak to everybody, nobody listens. And so it was just so frustrating to know that, like, okay, like I know what I want now. I know who I want to work with. And, you know, I wanted to do the kind of maybe an online hybrid thing because these were people who were already committed. They didn't need me to hold their hand, but I just didn't know how to reach them, you know, and, and, and how to speak to them and communicate my value, which is what started this whole journey. Um, that got me to hear and go like, Oh, I know how to do that now and I can help other people do that. Uh, other yep. personal training. Yep. All right. Um, and just a little note, um, this interview, occasionally I might need a butt in just to like stop you in your track so I can like paint details, get some feelings and emotions out. Um, okay. So were you working online or in person with your personal training, by the way? When I, when I first like had that realization, it was all in person, but I knew you know, I was starting to see the online world and realize that that was something, you know, I always knew that like, this wasn't going to be something that I could do for the rest of my life. I want to be, you know, if, and when we end up having kids, I want to be present in their lives. I want to be present with my, with my spouse, um, whom I had just met. Uh, 
I didn't want to be working those 12 hour days, those split shifts, driving all over the place. Um, so yeah, so then I, that's when I made the shift to like a more hybrid online business where I could do both, um, more money, not a whole lot more time. And then now, you know, I'm starting to, my clients don't know this yet, but I'm starting to phase into where I'm just going to be doing the business coaching and online stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like your desires were that internally that you needed to set this up so that if you were going to have say a family that you wanted to be there as a dad and a good husband. And, um, in the, in the future, you wanted that ability to, um, choose when and where you wanted to work. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So you, you were telling me, you know, you you had that entrepreneurial itch and um you just went ahead and started a blog and some traffic and not much traffic came through and you're scratching your head um were you can you like i still want to paint the picture a bit were you working really hard at the gym and then working at night trying to get this done yeah like every spare every spare hour that i wasn't at the gym i was you know doing things that I thought were going to, you know, lead to this business growing, right. Writing blogs and, you know, tweaking my website, maybe playing around with some video stuff or whatever. But like, I really, I was just wasting my time, but I, you know, I thought I was busy. I thought I was working super hard. Um, you know, I was, I was grinding for lack of a better word, not to mention I had to, you know, because I wasn't making, I was, I, I always had this like spirit of wanting to like make a lot of money. And because I wasn't making great money in the in-person training world, I was like, I was coaching ice hockey. I was driving all over the place to do this and that and what, whatnot, you know, I was working, I took on a, a maternity leave for someone. Like I was working all these different things um, and trying to fit in this, this work on this online business in between it. It just, you know, as you know, it's just like, it was a whole lot of not, not accomplishing much. Yeah. So your attention's really split everywhere and um, you're trying to learn how to make this happen, but you're trying to just make life happen at the same time. Um, yeah. How did this make you feel like frustrated or um, like the slow results, not getting anywhere? Would that, would that feel like? Yeah. Well, like first of all, yeah. Frustrated is a great word, but like trapped. You know, like, um, like how, how am I, like, how is that guy that I'm watching on Instagram or Facebook doing that? Like, how, how come I can't do that? You know, like I've always been the type that like with sports or with school or anything, if I started it and focused on it, I was good at it right away. And this was the first thing that it was like, Oh, like I'm, you know, when I look at like this guy or that guy, like I'm not good at this. I need to actually put in work to get better at this so that I can learn it. And that was a big realization for me. It was like, you're not just going to be good at everything. Yeah. Um, so that was that the moment where you built all this stuff and then you, you saw those people on Instagram and that made you angry or that made you like not angry, maybe just like very driven to improve. Yeah. Like, um, when you see someone that like, you know, you, I, I feel like I'm a, a really good coach feel like I knew my stuff and it was like why why are these people doing better than me and it's simply because they knew how to market they knew how to communicate their value that I didn't know how to do I hate even saying the word marketing they knew how to communicate their value in a way that I didn't know how and um 
So I, I don't know if you really want to like get into this, but the, the huge lesson there is like, I invested in three business coaches over this span of two years to help me, you know, and that was the inspiration for where I am now is, is the fact that I invested that money and I invested that time and I invested that energy in learning from people who had done it. Yeah. So that real like need for like feeling you knew your stuff. You just really weren't sure how to get the message out. And that's where you wanted to get outside help. And that was the spark for really pushing you forward. 100%. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now, what was first coach? Was, was it not, was it uh, a case that the first coach wasn't any good or they just didn't give you enough? And that's why you had to hire a second and then a third. The first coach uh, and the second coach were both incredible in their own way. Uh, both still have very successful coaching businesses. Um, but they gave me they gave me the tools, they gave me the strategies, they gave me the tactics that I absolutely needed. Um, the sales, the um, storytelling, like realizing that I even needed to tell stories, mm -hmm. um, realizing like niche, you know, niching down, creating market, um, all these things. They gave me all these things. Um, but what they didn't, provide was what I didn't even know I needed, which was the mindset work. So the third coach was the one who was like, Hey man, like if you look at like business, like a pyramid, you've got the tools and the strategies and the tactics at the top. But if you don't have like the mindset, the belief system and, and like the foundation of that, of the subconscious, like beliefs, like the deep belief that you can do this and that this is something that, you know, that people need, Yep. you essentially have nothing. So, um, you know, I had this, like, these are great tools. Like, and I kept like, I could recite like business courses, you know, for people I could do it all, but I couldn't actually do it myself. And that's when I realized, you know, um, that I needed to do the mindset work. So that was like, that was even another frustration of like, I've invested all this money and I have all this knowledge. Why is it not working? Yes, <laughs> Why am I yeah. not taking the next step? you know, yep. income wise or impact wise or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, it sounds like a really common frustration. And, um, you, you realize once you had that third, before you went to that third coach, what were you feeling like? Were you like, Oh man, is this going to hit? Or were you going into it confident? Like this is going to be the one. Um, so a couple of things were like, I was, I was doing pretty well in my business. Right. I was like, I was like at a point, like I was making the most I had ever made, but I was like, I'm working really hard for, for this. Like, I feel like I should be, you know, doing better if I'm working like this hard. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those things where like, I was so unaware that I was just like, okay, like this person seems different. Uh, the way that we've interacted is not the same way as I did with those other coaches. Yeah. Um, it was really one of those things. I just like, I'm, I'm so grateful that on our consultation call, he allowed me to take a chance on myself because I, I really didn't know. And then when we got into the course, it was like, Oh my God, like, I'm not even like, th there's so much work to be done here. Like I was very overwhelmed once I got into it and realized like, okay, like I'm nowhere near it. So I would say 
it's hard to even say if I, like, I was confident or not because like, I thought I had it figured out and just needed like maybe a little more coaching. But yeah. really, I had, I had the top part of the pyramid figured out, but the rest of it was in shambles. Yeah, So and he was able to... Because you're working when you're working really hard, and you're just like, oh, is this is this kind of it? Um, what, what kind of like questioning made you question yourself? Like, oh, oh, this is the key to making it all happen. Well, the, I was really questioning. Like, um, I guess I was really questioning when this dam was going to break. You know, it's like, it's like, okay, like I've been doing the thing. I'm doing really good things for like four or five years now. Like I'm doing the thing. What's going on? So I think I was questioning when, when is this thing going to, going to hit? When is this thing going to really like go over that edge and just start, just start rolling? Um, I don't know if that fully answers your question, but like, I was really just kind of like wondering, like, you know, and, and, and it was partially like a, a deep down, maybe subconsciously knowing that I wasn't at the place I needed to be, you know, mindset wise. Yeah. So uh, again, though, so much just like unaware, like just not even knowing it really. Yeah. Yeah. And this damn analogy you're trying to paint for me, I, I'm pretty sure I understand it. Was this because of um, expectations that you maybe see from other people online and it looks like they, they're having the good life, but you're like, holy crap, I'm working so hard. Why aren't I breaking through? Yeah, you pretty much just hit the nail on the head. <laughs> awesome. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so outside expectations, man, it's a, it's an annoying thing. Um, yes. So you, you, you got this coach and um, he was like the, the shining light, the epiphany moment for you. Um, tell me about it. After you sort of finished with him, what was the plan after that? So I don't know if you want me to go into this on the podcast, but I was go for it. I, I was still so new to it that um, when I went through the course, like I actually like wasn't even really able to like fully finish the course, like because I just like kind of imploded on myself, and it took me another probably six months to figure out like the stuff that you thought was enough, like the stuff you thought you were doing like enough work, you thought you had gotten to that place. You still weren't even close. Like you had to do so much more work. And that's where like, when I talked to you about like November, December, when I was just growing this business coaching thing, Mm -hmm. that's when it really hit like, Oh, like the people who are like really breaking through, who are like really doing the thing that I want to be doing, which is like impacting tons of lives um you know the income is great too like the income is obviously like if if you're impacting a lot of lives you're probably making a good impact or income as well um like it this is way beyond what i thought was hard work this is way beyond what i thought was like learning from failure and working on your weaknesses and like asking for feedback so it took me even longer once i finished the course to say i know there's something there that i'm still missing and i need to go back in Luckily, I started going back into the course materials that I had been sent and doing them. And at the same time, he uh, came out with like his first live event. And it was like, without even thinking about it, I just like, I was like, I got to be there. And like, it was like, I bought it. And then that was just like a huge catalyst to, to get my ducks in a row. Once I got to the live event, it was like, okay, like there's no looking back now. You know, there's so many of those points where you're like, 
once I hit here, there's no looking back here, here, here. It's just kind of like those next steps, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's really interesting. I, I want to kind of like backtrack a little bit when you said you, you try to go through his stuff and you imploded. Um, yeah, yeah. what, what was going through your head at the time? Um, what is that? Could, could you describe a little bit more about the implosion? Totally, man. Totally. Um, so like part of the, part of the, the course that he coaches is, um, you know, selling higher ticket. So like really enrolling people at premium prices, giving them the full recipe to what they need. Um, but also charging them a premium price so that they're committed. And, um, you know, you talk about like, if you're talking about sales, right, how important getting the no is, right, going for no and realizing that no is kind of part of the journey to yes, uh, to, you know, accomplishing like getting sales and stuff. And I got two. Uh, so during the course, right, I'm like, okay, I'm all in. Here's the program. I'm doing it. I'm doing this thing, former athletes, all this stuff. And I offered it to two people, two people. And they both said no. And I quit. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. I, you know, again, uh, what we talked about earlier, I had never been bad at something. I had never real realized that like, this is part of the journey. I was like, no, I'm going to go back to what I was offering and I'm going to go back to enrolling at like 90, 95% if not more. And I'm not dealing with these no's anymore. This is stupid. Like, what am I, why am I doing that? You know? Yeah, so, yeah. um, Basically, at that point, I became very disenchanted with the whole process and, you know, like I said, imploded a little bit, was like, no, I'm done. This isn't working. And it, it, you know, took some time and it took, again, like I said, a lot more work on myself, a lot more work on my mindset, a lot more work on, on growing to get to the place where I was like, no, like, that's my responsibility. That was me. I needed to, like, stay with it. And obviously yep. came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like um, you're a little bit embarrassed because you, you didn't get it on the first try and um, that set you back. When, when was that shift that you had from um, a closed mindset to a, a growth mindset? Was it at that event or was it a little bit before? And then you realize that that event had to like solidify everything. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say it was before because again, I was like, I was like, okay, there's something to this course material that I need to start going back through. Um, and I was starting to realize like, Oh, like this stuff, like, you know, you just grow, you learn and you realize like maybe from a different lens that like this stuff, Oh, this is the stuff, like this is the stuff that I needed. Um, so I think the growth mindset, you know, I thought I had a growth mindset, right? I was, Oh yeah. Growth mindset, you know, it, right. But the more I, the more I got into it. And then, like I said, the more that I was working with these clients that didn't have a growth mindset, the more frustration that was setting in of like, I'm still not working with that ideal client that's super committed that like I really want, I want the best for them and they want the best for them and we're going to work together to get this. Um, you know, that's when it started to set in. And then, yeah, like, so basically 15 minutes into the live event, we're doing like these incredibly uncomfortable exercises where like you're sitting across from someone you've never met and telling them pretty deep, vulnerable stories, like about whatever. And I was like, this is what it is. Like, this is what it is that I need to be doing, you know? And that's when it really clicked. And then being around these people for a whole weekend, I don't know if you've been to live events, but like live events are just like unbelievable because 
you're around this energy. Like I'm, I've never been a woo woo person, but when you're around that energy for a whole weekend and like, it's just building around you and everybody's all in, it's like, how can you not be inspired? And then how can you not be like, you know, once we really honed in on what my offer was going to be and how I was going to help the people that I used to be the personal trainer who wants to build their business, wants to help more people, but doesn't know how it was just like, I'm doing everyone a disservice if I don't get past my own limiting beliefs and, and really go after this. Yeah. Awesome. So you walked out of this event, super inspired, ready to take action. You knew exactly what problem you're going to solve and how you're going to do it. Um, yeah. How many, just so I know for a bit of time reference, how many months was from that event to where you are right now? That event was in September. September, so, 2019. 20, 2019. Yeah. So not yep. long. Okay. Yeah. And, um, I want you to talk a bit. So, um, everyone's got that, you know, post post seminar, post conference, uh, buzz for like a week or two after, um, did you have any sort of uh, speed bumps along the way with uh, mindset execution, um, after that, that little halo period? Yeah, man. So I had going into the event, I had started a beta test. So I, I had people in at like a very low rate, like just to make sure that, that this was something that I could do and that, that this was a legitimate product. And so that was all going well. I came home and, you know, was still selling at like a bit of a lower price. And, you know, the coach who, you know, after the event, we continued working together and he's like, you know, you have to be selling at full price. Like, like you have to get this to full price. You got to stop selling at like half price or whatever. Like mm-hmm. the beta test is over, dude. Like, let's go. Yep. And so I had, I had a couple of enrollments like bang, bang. And I'm like, Oh my God, like I'm the greatest salesperson of all time. And, and then it hit, you know, I don't know if it was pre Christmas or I don't know what it was. I, I don't think it was just pre Christmas. So, um, November 3rd, I made a, I made a sale. And from that moment until January 3rd, I was up, I think I was 0 for 14 on consultations, like sales calls. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, man, like whatever it is, it was, whether it was the time of year or whether it was my mindset, or I think it was some combination of both, there was a massive speed bump. And that was the moment, like, like there was times where like, you know, my fiance and I had to like really tighten the belt you know, and, um, yeah, but, and, and, and there was times where even she, like, she's a nine to five or she, she's really good at her job, but even she was like, dude, like, what are you doing? <laughs> I need, you know, like, can I, can, can I trust that, that this is going to turn around? And like, there were moments where I wasn't sure. Right. Like, but you just have to trust the process and you have to keep working at it. And so I was like, yeah, I'm just going to double down on this. I've got good people around me. I've got you know, good support system. And I know that I have the materials, right? Like I knew that I still had these materials, these course Mm -hmm. materials that are just so good. I need to just double down. Like I need to do the opposite of what I did last time when I had those two no's, right? Which was quit and go back. Run away. Yeah. Now I need to go full tilt, all in. Let's go. Like, yeah. Okay. I need to, I need to paint some details because this is what a good story includes is details. Um, It sounds like that moment where your fiance was like, look, you need to get this to work. Um, that this is like an all or nothing situation. Can you, can you remember say where she told you when this happened? Uh, we were driving in the car and I was complaining 
Um, All right. Okay. And the, 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 the thing is, is like, she's was still is like, she's so supportive of my crazy dreams, you know, mm-hmm. like she's just been so supportive. But I, I think that even at that moment, even I was wondering, I was even wondering like, like, am I doing the right thing here? Or should I just like go stay in my lane? Yeah. You know, like who am I to be like becoming a business coach? Like, what am I doing? You know? Um, but then you get on those coaching calls with people and you know, I helped one guy double his income and he had a new baby on the way and he was able to support his family. And you're like, absolutely. That's the fuel. That's the fuel. That's yeah. the like, that's the stuff that makes, it gives you the goosebumps, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's really good. I still need to paint more details of that moment, all or nothing. You got out of the car. Um, what were you thinking when you went to bed that night? Yeah. So like she asked me that and, and, and right away I'm like, I get angry because obviously I'm a little angry at myself too. Right. And it's just like, you got like, kind of like, you got to trust me. Like you got to, you know, like, um, I can't lower my price. You know, my coach would kill me. I can't go back. Like, I know this is the right thing. Um, you know, you're, you're thinking about it all day is like, um, I think the biggest thing that I was, feeling was like how much longer am I gonna have to struggle because at that point I knew at that point I knew that I was I was on the right path like I kept telling myself and I had seen it enough like you know no is the path to yes like it's not like no and yes it's like on the way to yes is no like getting these no's I needed to do this and I needed to keep doing it but you just become so discouraged. And I think it was just like, how much longer do I have to fight through this? Like how much, how much further do I have to go before it's going to turn around? And I I actually distinctly uh, remember a moment because there was some spillover, right? I had made a sale in January, but there's still spillover from like Christmas and all that stuff. And I had a guy that I had like, he had put down a deposit to do my course, but then it turned out it just like, he wasn't going to be able to do it. And so he needed the deposit back. And like, I literally didn't have the money to give him the deposit back. You spent his and deposit. And I had to like, what's that? You spent his deposit or you yeah, out like somewhere? Yeah, I put it up, I don't know, pay for my credit card or whatever, right? And like, yeah. it was just like, like, holy crap. I needed to hold this guy off for like three, four days. And, it, and, and, and that was when it was like, I knew that it was turning around, but it was like, that's the moment when you're just like, what the hell am I doing? And then literally since that moment, I've had two, two record months of sales and, yeah. and client results. And like, you know what I mean? Like that's the moment, you know, you're sitting in the car, your future wife who's been super supportive is like, what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. You, you can't literally can't pay someone back their, their small deposit and then, you know, a week later, you're, you know, you're making big sales and, you know, the, the train's starting to roll. The, yeah. It's starting to pick up steam. Yeah. The big question everyone is going to have it, everyone's going to be having is, um, it wasn't a how to, it was definitely a strategy in your head. What was, what was being said to yourself? Um, what was that, that little thing that pushed you to think like, mate, I got to get this done. This has got to happen. 
That's a really great question. Um, I think the biggest thing was trusting, trusting the process. Like I had, I had been doing, so I had been doing things like, um, you know, morning visualization, um, you know, gratitude journaling, visualization, reading kind of like a, a semi like business plan, all these things. Um, I had been like working, like, like going through the course modules and like re going through the course modules and rewatching. Cause I knew that this, like, I knew that the material that I had in my possession was what I needed. But I think what I kept saying to myself is you started like below zero when it came to mindset and all this stuff. Like I grew up with two nine to five parents and nothing against them, but they were very much work for the man, get your benefits, retire, don't really enjoy your job, all that kind of stuff. Right. Yep. So like I grew up like, and I'm an only child. So I grew up with those beliefs like deeply ingrained inside of me. And I think I just kept saying to myself, like you're start, you started at a lower level than most people when it comes to this. It's just going to, you just have to keep putting in the work. You know, you just have to keep doing the thing that you know is the right stuff, which is like the mindset work, the deep work on like a sales mindset and, and, you know, the, the, the deep work on, on changing my subconscious limiting beliefs and that mental parking break that I had in the back of my head that I didn't even know was there. If that answers your question. Yeah, it does. So you really um, you had no choice but to double down on everything Absolutely. mindset because you realized that growing up as a kid that this was a disadvantage, but you weren't going to let it become a disadvantage. Yeah. It's like, I can overcome this. Like I can, it's just going to take a little bit longer than I thought or a lot longer than I thought. Yeah. And um, when you had those record sales, two months, um, tell me a little bit about... Uh, like we said before the call, um, how you felt from that situation, like the new beliefs that are ingrained in Gavin now? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's so interesting. Like, you know, in February, like, so February, it's what, February 10th right now. I'm already at record sales for the month of February for my business. You know, it's the 10th. Um, but it's this, it's this um, shift in belief uh, I think for me too, from like when I made my first high ticket sale, I ran down the stairs and I was like cheering and I was so excited because I was like, I finally got over that hump. And then obviously there was like that dip. Right. Um, but now when I, when I enroll someone, so I, I was able to enroll just this girl who's just a great fit, like perfect fit for my course. I was able to enroll her today and I was thinking about this and like, now it's more, um, okay, I'm ready to serve. Like I, you know, the work is starting now, you know, she has invested in herself and invested in me and I'm ready to serve. And it, it's, it's just from doing all that work of like, and, and, and getting to the place where no matter what anyone says, it's usually about money and getting to the place where it's more about impact and it's more about, um, you know, the money is great, but money is simply a tool. Uh, it's a resource that you can use to do good in the world. And like, that was just a huge shift for me mindset wise of like, um, these people need me. And that's more important than the fact that I need to pay my mortgage. 
right? If I focus on the fact that this person who I'm about to talk to on the phone needs me, that this person um, absolutely, like if I don't help them, they're going to stay where they are and they're going to stay in this place where they're like working 12 hour days and, and becoming more and more burnt out and maybe having to take on part-time work. Yep. And if I don't, if I don't help them make the right decision because they're in their own self-limiting beliefs, if I don't help them make the right decision, they're going to stay there. And that's my duty. Now that's my duty to earn the right to be their coach. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really cool because um, what you're trying to say to people who've gone through this journey is that, you've gone from a mentality of I need this client to pay for stuff to a mentality of no, it's, it's a, it's a duty to serve these clients because I know that I can help them and I can get them past whatever roadblocks I have. hundred percent, hundred percent. And funny enough, when you make that shift, what happens? People start saying yes. And the income starts going up. It's so it's such a paradox, right? You know, when you're truly committed to serving, um, the income starts, the income starts to grow. Awesome way to finish off that, uh, that story there, Gavin. Um, you know, thanks for coming on to storytelling secrets. Um, if there's anything you'd like to say to my guests as like a takeaway message, maybe where, can they, where, they, where they can find you. Yeah. Take it away. Sure. Um, I mean, the best place to find me is at Gavin McHale one G A V I N M C H A L E one on Instagram. Uh, that's where I spend the absolute majority of my social media time. Um, but if, you know, if I could impart that one, the one message is that, um, the best thing I ever did for myself, uh, was, was hire somebody like hire a coach and invest in myself. And whether that's, I don't care who it is. Um, make the leap to invest in yourself um, because not only is it going to help you when you have like a good coach, but it's also just a mindset shift from, I hope this works to I'm going to invest in myself and make this work. I'm going to make sure this works. I'm going to make sure that I can make this a career. Awesome stuff. Mate, mate, such a good interview. A really, really good one. Um, you went through a lot of detail, which is perfect for a story. So thanks for coming on. Yeah, that was, that was deep. I appreciate it, man. All right. So that's the episode today with Gavin McHale. Now, if you are a personal trainer or you've got your personal, personal training certificate and uh, maybe you just haven't acted on it yet and you want to scale it online, um, you're looking for that income with this coronavirus that's going on, um, it's, it just sucks up everyone's job is sucked out. Uh, so if that is you and you are looking for some help getting your offline business or even just starting it online, if you've got a certificate, for instance, go check out Gavin. Uh, I've put the links in, in the description, uh, both to work with him or if you just want to check him out on Facebook and have a chat or whatnot. But that's it for this week. Storytelling secrets, stay safe and stay healthy. Um, I'm going to see you on Monday for the next episode. Catch you around.